Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. Thank you for joining us today in our search for what makes a great communicator. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone, and every episode we'll be speaking with leaders and experts on how they were able to use their communication skills to inspire, create trust, collaboration, and influence others all in a respectful manner. How did they do it? What did they do to get better? How did they adapt? Where did they fail? Listeners and viewers, if you are looking to improve your communication skills and take those steps to being the next great leader in business, you're in the right place. Enjoy the podcast. We can all agree that we all want to feel appreciated and we want to feel respected. True. So let me ask you this. As a leader, how do you communicate and model that to your teams and clients? Well, in this episode, we've got Alexa Nick with us, and she's going to guide us on the foundations that create trust, what effect listening intently has on others, and why balancing logic with storytelling, well, why that matters. Alexa Nick began her career as a management consultant. She then pursued her goals of entrepreneurship by founding and launching My Practice, which is a virtual learning platform. Alexa now is a consulting partner at Deloitte and the strategy and transformation lead in the Toronto office. Alexa is also involved with the Morissette Institute for Entrepreneurship, which enables entrepreneurship as the future growth engine of Canada. And she also supports the efforts of the Ivy Alumni Association, Ivy Women's in Leadership, and the Leader Project. Boy, Alexa is busy. Uh, this is an insightful episode on empathy, authenticity, and the communication skills needed to build trust. Let's meet Alexa Nick. Alexa Nick, it is so good to see you. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show it today. It is totally my pleasure, Joel. It's always great to work with you and to see you again, connect and chat. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you and I have worked together, uh, traveled together because of work, yeah. <laughs> and, and we for about like twenty years yeah. now, yeah. almost. It's a total roller coaster That's... ride, and it's uh, as uh, exciting and, and as fun as as you would expect. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It has been. And and one of the reasons I want to have you on the show today is, first off, you've always been uh, a great leader and champion around communication skills. And so we're going to learn a bit more from, you know, from a leader who has been a, a, a consultant, a entrepreneur, uh, and now a partner about how you have adapted your communication mm -hmm. skills and what you've seen over the past few years. Uh, most importantly, what I've always been impressed is your ability to be deliberate and specifically at being deliberate about doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. What's so rare about leadership is when leaders don't just give constructive feedback, but they also give positive feedback to take that moment to give recognition. And it wasn't just like a high five or, you know, way to go. It's like a way to go because, and there's a genuineness, mm -hmm. like you've parked everything, put everything aside, taken a few minutes out, you know, make direct eye contact and said, here's why I thought this rocked or this was so good. Uh, and even taking the time to even write a card or write a note. And you, you've done this for many people and I've seen the effect that it has. Well, so let's, let's start there. Let's, mm -hmm. let's start with that. You know, what, you know, is this is a conscious decision that you have made to try to do the right thing and be deliberate about that? Yeah, and and it, for me, about doing the right thing is uh, really about unlocking people's potential, right? So I really feel like 
um, my role as a leader is to help them develop and evolve. And so I do, I'm very anchored around, um, you know, making sure that what I see, uh, I can acknowledge and what I hear, I can play back and uh, really work with the person holistically, right? Really, really think about what they want out of their career and make them accountable for that. So for me, doing the right thing connects all those dots. You know, what you just said there about, you know, what I see and what I hear, what, you know, mm -hmm. what I see and what I hear and, and play it mm -hmm. back. Yeah. And I think that's where we struggle sometimes in how to give genuine recognition is people not don't necessarily realize that they did something good. Yeah. And then when you're able to, to say, hey, this is what I saw yeah. and this is what I heard you do. And the person kind of, as you said, it's unlocking yeah. their potential when they go, oh, yeah, I did yeah, that? Yeah. What? Yeah. Me? Come on. Well, so it's fascinating because for me, that is um, how I, I, it's not only how I give feedback, but it's also how I coach people to, to uh, work in their environment. So let me give you an example. Um, <clears throat> number one for communication is listening. And so whenever I, I talk to someone about uh, how they can become a better um, consultant or business person, and even just person, right, <laughs> is listening is key. And so the first thing is about li listening intensely and deliberately and, um, and then really thinking about what resonates and feeding that back, right? And so when I tell people, like, listen to your client, tell them that they've been heard, tell them that they, you understand, right? That, that shows a level of empathy. And so not only am I coaching them, but I'm also modeling that behavior with them by by saying hey this is what i saw and heard you do and that then just right. shows them how to apply it again which is so good because communication skills or soft skills is so ambiguous yeah. uh, and you could do an e-learning about listening or you could read a book about listening but when someone is demonstrating and again how it feels so you're you're i'm going to show you how it feels when you're actually being listened to uh and and show you the effect that it has then that, yeah, that resonates, yeah. that makes sense. So even tactically, you know, some of the, the uh, I, now that I call them my kids, but they're, you know, the young people mm -hmm. I'm coaching, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I really ask them to um, listen and be very deliberate in taking notes. And I tell them there's gold mm -hmm. in the words that your client is saying to us. So take it down and then take exactly what they've said and feed it back to them because they'll be like they'll hear it again and they'll go be like yeah you you get me <laughs> and so it's the same thing when you're coaching people right and so so right. I, that is such a core skill and I, I i i every time i i launch a new project or i'm talking to my team i'm like this is the one thing that i ask you to do is is really listen take really clear notes because we're going to go back to those notes and we're going to dissect it basically right because it is it's very like it's all in there the client has told us everything we need to know and in the same way like you know i'm going to demonstrate that with how they behave in a in a project setting or a client setting and then i'm going to coach them in the moment and say hey you know you did this you said this you 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 really hit the nail when you when you demonstrated this knowledge 
And so for them, it's like the same feeling like, wow, you heard me say that you, you actually, you actually <laughs> like listen to that and, and you're acknowledging it. So for me, those little moments are, are again, gold, right? It is gold that uh, and listening intently, as yeah. you say, like we, we think, oh, I'm active listening. It's not active mm-hmm. listening. It's listening intently. Yeah. It's listening deliberately and then taking notes, which I think, yeah, I agree that if you want to listen to really keep you focused yeah. on listening, that's a great exercise to do. It's a great muscle memory mm-hmm. to start taking notes because you're training your brain to really listen for, as you said, for those those golden moments. And it, it changes people because they feel well, empathize mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that they were mm-hmm. heard, mm-hmm. which is what we all want. We all want to feel yeah. heard. <laughs> so, yeah. so what we're yeah. fighting for. Well, and the other um, layer to that, Joel, is is um, yeah. you know, and it's not that I want them to be robotic about it, right? Um, and right. and the 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 um, the time between the you know the listening session and feeding it back potentially. So even in a in a proposal or in a in a summary document it's that reflection between right thinking mm-hmm. about things like you know what does that really mean to the client um i wonder how the client feels about their situation and and weaving that back in terms of how you feed that back and they've seen it i've i've demonstrated this early in, in my career you know how how we go into discovery sessions with clients and then they see how the summary that comes back is just like, oh, that's totally clear because in the end, it's what the client said. But then you're also saying, here's what I think it means to you. And then you have a great dialogue with the client to, to validate that. This sounds like uh, kind of leading into my mm-hmm. next question, which is about trust. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that sounds like that's when you are able to listen intently yeah. to the emotions and the logic that someone is giving to you and be able to say, this is mm-hmm. what I heard and this is what I saw. Mm-hmm. Whether you're speaking to your someone on your team or you're speaking to a client, it creates yeah. trust. And and this, sound, uh, this is something that's – is this something that's on your journey to yeah. the sort of the evolving trust? Yeah, yeah. And so t- trust for me is um, is obviously terribly important and such a foundation. And, um, and so when I work with people, my goal is to demonstrate um, that I'm trying to build trust with them and then also making them see how they can build trust in their interactions. And that is, for me, that is what I can do for others and making sure that mm-hmm. they can do that. And so I, I see it as a bit of a framework. I, I love this framework that um, Frances Fry has put together. She's a Harvard uh, Business School professor uh, and she's brilliant my view and that the trust is really around there's there's three uh it's a triangle so trust is in the center okay and there's there's three right. points of the triangle uh there's authenticity on one point empathy on the second point and then logic on the third point and so if nice. i can demonstrate these three things then i can demonstrate i can build trust and if i can help right. others uh, see how they can build trust using those that kind of a framework, then all of a sudden, you know, I'm able to obviously uh, coach and evolve that person and help them empower them towards that. Um, so for me, you know, my journey around that yeah. beautiful triangle <clears throat> is uh, <laughs> is that um, you know my 25 year career uh, has led me to to embrace authenticity. So there was a period of time, mm-hmm. I have to say, Joel, in my younger career where 
I did try to pretend to be something I wasn't. And that didn't right. serve me very well. I mean, it, it probably served me in the business uh, setting, but it didn't serve me uh, from a uh, fulfillment, personal fulfillment. And so I realized very right. quickly that authenticity was a very important pillar to me. And so yeah. I do feel like that is a, a pretty strong foundation for me in terms of those 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 three uh, points. Um, so I'm I that is the most natural for me. Uh, empathy, uh, you know, honestly, because of a lot of the work we did together, Joel, uh, <laughs> I've I've yeah. become hyper aware of empathy, and and it's not perfect. It's definitely my 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 second uh, strongest, if you like. I I continue to I sometimes get way too much in my head. And I really have to force okay. myself to, to empathize with another situation, but I'm very aware of it. So I guess that's, you know, good, good first huge. step, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know, a, a, empathy doesn't have to be beautiful, yeah. right? Empathy yeah. is just, it's, it's the attempt at it is, is already, th you know, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the third one around logic uh, is, is, I think, something mm -hmm. that we all uh, have to continue to build because... What logic is, is about creating a foundation of, um, uh, of credibility and uh, evidence-based, fact-based decisions, data-driven, right? So it's, it's that, you know, you have yeah. to have that knowledge base to build trust. You can't, you, that's kind of a, a no, a non-starter if you don't have a logic. And so that is actually very closely linked to how you communicate because you can't... Right it's through communication that you you relate your credibility uh, your knowledge um, you know your your experience and so that's one that I continue to evolve with and um, it's a journey uh, against my entire career because you know there's obviously as a consultant it's all fact-based right it's very fact-based it's very evidence-based it's very yeah. hypothetical dri driven and then, and then the other side is around storytelling, which you know, you and I have done so much great work on storytelling and making sure that that's yeah. leveraged in communication. But I think for me, it's about how do you leverage those those two tools in the right moment, right? And so I'm a I I like to think myself as a natural or not natural, but a um, evolved <laughs> storyteller <laughs> uh, because that's what, yeah. how I see myself. Um, uh, but I do think that as a, as a business person, you really need to have a solid fact, fact-based, um, communication style. So, um, you know, that's something that I continue to evolve. Uh, you know, it's all about, we learned very quickly in MBA school, you know, you have to structure on the, you know, the, all right. So how are you going to analyze mm. this problem? There's three things. Right. Number one, <laughs> number two, number three, and it still serves me well, right. You know, to structure your thinking in that way and allows you to communicate um, at the same time, leveraging much more structured communication is helpful, but storytelling has a place too. And so I continue to evolve. Uh, myself, my learning journey around yeah. where do I leverage those two things and in what moments? Well, you know, it, it, what's interesting, Alexa, is you just demonstrated all of those skills <laughs> in, in describing oh, that, <laughs> right? Because, and, and it's funny because you actually started with logic right, first. Right. You started by saying, you know, it's a triangle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle of the triangle is right. trust. So for those people that are logic focused, yeah. 
they that's what they they could see that yeah. and hear that and go okay there's okay. a there's a system here. here there's a formula <laughs> yeah this is not this is not fluff there's a system yeah. here there's a system here right and then you know authenticity you you right off the bat shared your your own uh you know journey towards it at the beginning it was maybe a bit of imposter syndrome yeah. or fake it till yeah, you make yeah, it kind yeah. of thing until you realize no the best way to do it is just be yeah. me and and that's really what's what people are going to buy and then empathy you gave me some some recognition there you were <laughs> empathized with with that and then yeah and then brought in the yeah. the logic so you you demonstrated well, all of that and you made it into a story you, nice. you 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 took us on there a journey so you put it all together hi i'm joy newhold and we'll be right back to our interview when I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor-led software and soft skills training, consulting and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much. We also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way. And this podcast is just one of them. At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. If we want to influence someone right? You want to be a leader. You can't just tell someone do this because that'll just be short term mm -hmm. or here's the logic why you're going to do this. And it's like, okay, but that'll be short term because people need a purpose. They need to know why am I doing okay. this? And so when there's empathy and when there's authenticity, when you're bringing your true self to the table and being empathetic and then giving that, and then you're, so you're pulling them in and then you're able to give the logic. Now here's, here's the facts that are going to support that decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's that's competency. It's, it's that's so trust. good, and and you're just speaking to exactly what why it resonates for me because um, the authenticity authenticity speaks to how I'm human, and it allows people mm -hmm. to be human as well. Uh, the logic shows it's real. I have analytical yeah foundation, analytical chops, if you like. Um, right. The third is uh, around empathy is that is that empathy shows that I want to have and I want to build a relationship with you. And so for yeah. for again, for the individual, all of a sudden they feel valued. Yeah, it speaks to, it speaks to you're speaking to their emotions yeah. and you're speaking to the, the logical yeah. part of the you're speaking to both parts of yeah. the brain. The the this feels right. And I think this yeah. is right to to, to be. So I know imagine right. if you could use that framework yeah. for, for your own, you know, your own internal work, but then to to help others leverage that. And I think that's my calling is to help people, you know, inspire people to embrace that um, and to and to create that foundation of trust through that kind of a framework. And as I said, I've, as I've gotten to know uh, Francis Fry's work, I've really, it really resonates with me. Uh, let's talk now about one of the, you know, one of the, the one of the parts that we like to call failure, ta-da. And this is, in every leadership journey or in all of us, there is always that moment where 
something didn't go. There was a turning point. There was a failure, but we, we learned from it and, and it didn't feel good at the time, but, but the takeaway is, you know, from that. So, um, you know, this is from the improv world to celebrate our failures and, and not to, not to be uh, embarrassed by them. So, Let's, if yeah, you're ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, we'd love to hear your, there, your failure. We'll ta-da. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go there. Let's go there. And you can give a ta-da at the end if you want. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, again, uh, on, on my leadership journey, if you like, um, I, I feel like I have always focused on doing the right thing. So doing the right thing for mm-hmm. me is about doing the right thing for the client uh, and doing the right thing for the team. And, and I do, I have witnessed in the past that that can sometimes go off kilter, right? Um, and what that means is I, I tend to over vector to please the client at the mm. risk of team. And so, and, and it's interesting because uh, definitely in my early career, it was, it was like, you know, and especially in consulting, you do what you have to do. You over deliver, you, you, you know, your, your client needs to be a hundred percent happy if not exceeding expectations and sometimes what that drives behavior is is uh is an intensity of delivering work and so um you know a few years ago i had a situation where where it was it i over vectored on delivering to the client and it really came back in a way that really surprised me i had i had really destroyed some not destroyed but compromised some team dynamics and um and uh and i kind of I really thought about that and what the positive that came out of that was that I started to realize that I wasn't really living (laughs) true to the, to the principles around, you know, even authenticity because we're only human. And so the the client is also human and, and it's not like I should sacrifice my team for the client. We're all human beings. And, and so what I've learned through that experience is, is to actually take a, take a stand and push back on the client a lot more and in a and obviously a very respectful way but to say you know wait, wait a minute now this is unreasonable and we, we probably should just reset and take that responsibility and not be so afraid of it right like there used to be some fear around right. oh my gosh you know if we're not delivering to this client's expectations and and, and actually taking yeah. the client's expectations as 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 gospel it's like it's not gospel this is we're all just trying to figure this out together and let's work together to figure yeah. it out so um, it, it was actually very, uh, uh, it, you know, poor, poor team that had to go through that with me, but um, it did help me reframe how I work with my clients. So I'm not as shy about having real client conversations about how a project is going and making them accountable for it too. It's, you know, this is a partnership. It isn't just a one way, you know, I'm supposed to deliver on every expectation. It's like, let's talk about um, how this is evolving, how this is moving forward. So, and of course, <laughs> the benefit of that is that you build better client relationships, right? Because you're I could able to have that conversation or you have the the strength or the, I don't even know, the, the authenticity to have that conversation with a client. They respect you more. This is This is huge because we... You know, we avoid confrontation because we want to please, please our manager, please our employee, please our client. Uh, and, uh, and, and sometimes the other person doesn't realize that the expectations were just impossible. Yeah. 
And when you have the courage, as you're talking about, have the courage to say, hang on, we need to reset, as you mm -hmm. say, and, and actually let's talk about this. And then the client will go, oh, I, I, did, you know, I guess they would say, I didn't right. even realize right. that. Or well, really, <laughs> thank you for bringing that to my attention. Really good point, Joel, because we make assumptions every minute of our day. And right. uh, we assume the client knows what's going on over here. And, and we assume the client yeah. is has these ridiculous expectations. And um, I think that is also a big learning is that don't assume, right? Just have the conversation and then and then align. That that is such a good takeaway. We because the the failure in communication is that we think other people can right. read our minds that they have right. you know ESP. Right. Can't they right. see I'm right. stressed? Don't they know I'm working weekends right. and evenings and yeah. uh, and my and, I, and my team is working you know twenty four seven mm -hmm. on this? Don't they know? No, they they that's mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. in a, they can't read your mind. They don't. Well, know. the other benefit of that for me anyway is that I've I've come to realize and you start to. Um, realize the kinds of clients you don't want to work with, right? Because if there isn't uh, a humanity and an empathy coming back from the client, it's like, okay, well, maybe there's a misalignment of values here. And I've become much more confident yeah. in saying no, you know, uh, to to certain clients and their expectations. I, I think uh, early in my career, it was always yes. And now it's, you know, with, with confidence right. and experience, you learn to say no. Well, there, there has to, it sounds like there has to be mutual respect. And if there's mutual respect, it just, it, it, it flows a lot more. It doesn't feel so much like work. And, and it goes back to the trust that if I can actually, you, you, they'll get better results if there's yeah. that trust. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa? Joel? This has been, yeah, <laughs> this has been phenomenal. Always. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, with del being deliberate, talking about trust, uh, the authenticity, the empathy, uh, and the logic to get towards trust. Having the difficult conversation because we we make assumptions uh, is, is is so important to have the courage to have that because it changes the relationship when you could have the courage. It's it's, it's not a difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. It's just challenging in that moment, but it changes the relationship for the mm -hmm. better. Yeah. And just on that, Joel, I think uh, I think I just want to reiterate uh, that isn't just about the client; it's also about team. Right? You don't know what's happening in people's right. lives. You do have to have a bit of patience, and especially in this pandemic reality, it is uh, surprising to yeah. me how some leaders uh, are make assumptions about what's happening to people. And it's pretty it's 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 um, it's a hidden hidden reality sometimes that people are living through. So we need to have a lot of empathy and patience and self-compassion for this. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Alexa it has been a pleasure and a joy to uh, discuss with you today. Before, before we send you off, where can we connect or find out more about Alexa yeah. Nick? Well, first of all, Joel, uh, I can say that it has been my pleasure. And as much as it has been your pleasure, it's double my pleasure. So it's always wonderful to work with you. <laughs> so thank you. And uh, really uh, appreciate this uh, opportunity to have this chat. Um, yeah, love for people Thank to reach you. out. Uh, not a problem at all. I'm I'm pretty accessible um, and somewhat responsive these days. Uh, LinkedIn is best. Uh, Alexa Nick on LinkedIn um, anytime. Terrific, Alexa. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Joel. And now it's time for our three stars. No trois étoiles. 
These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you can start to put into practice. Number one, give real recognition. Say, you did this well because it's the because that's important. When you give positive feedback and just say, hey, way to go or a high five, you need to be able to say what they did well and why it matters. And then that person will feel recognized and valued. Number two, listen intently and reflect. What were the facts and feelings? Before you respond, before you give feedback, what was important to that person and what did they care about? Number three, logic. This is the foundation to every story and conversation you have. If you want to build trust, it's not with opinions. It's facts and logic that shows your knowledge and competence. So what's the next step? Well, if you're not sure where you can apply these three stars in your life and in business, try this. The next time you're talking with someone and they're sharing some information with you, whether it's a client sharing details on a project or a colleague asking you for help with a task, maybe it's a friend just sharing their opinion, listen intently. And when you respond, don't just agree or jump to the solution. Start by summarizing back to them at least some of what they just told you. What did you hear that was important to them? And it's going to make it clear to them that you care about their thoughts and feelings. And it comes with the side benefit of ensuring that you're both on the same page. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review. Even better, subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompUEs. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting or coaching, then go on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. Thank you and we will see you next episode.